an epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Hi guys, it's Tori. And Anissa. And this is MTV's official challenge podcast, All Stars 2 Edition. Right now, we have a great interview coming up with two-time champ, Jody Weatherton. Yes, and we break down the episode. Congrats to her on that incredible challenge yes. and elimination performance. And get some behind-the-scenes info on a house that has already seen new friendships form and others fall apart. I'm so excited, and Jody is such a kind person. I don't think anything's changed the last decade, so I hope you enjoy hearing from Jody Weatherton. All right, folks, this is the time where we get to interview someone special from All Stars 2. And today we have the pleasure of being joined by, I would say, probably one of the top five female competitors ever to be on this show. Um, Three-time challenger, two-time champ, Jody Weatherton. Hi. Jody, welcome. Thank you. I know it's so weird to go by my maiden name again after all these years, but... It's cool. You know, it's crazy. I never knew your last name. Really? You were just Jody. Yeah. I. That's how we were. <laughs> I think I'm the only Jody, so there doesn't need to be like yeah. a last name situation. Yeah. And you're back on the challenge. How do you feel? It's been. Wait. When's the last one? Which one was the last one you did? The duel. Oh, so you were with wow. me. The I duel should have one. been yeah, there was... in that final with you. I was Fuck with you. Well, up. you you had a that was a crappy season for you because you were in and out of that duel constantly I know. anywho this is about jody how do you feel you are back after i mean over a decade yeah it was it was weird when i initially got the call that mark was putting all like he was like we're trying to get all the ogs together and make this thing happen this was like summer of 2020 mm-hmm. right or maybe even before that and he messaged me on instagram just asking like hey would you be interested if i was able to like make this thing happen I was like, oh, sure. Yeah, that'd be great. Not thinking it was going anywhere. So then I found out he got, you know, Murray on board, you know, he got like, it was all happening. And I was like, whoa, this is crazy. So I actually was called for the first season um, and was like on board, like filled out the background check information, the deep sheet, like the whole thing. I was like in the process. And then they called and said, hey, we talked to the background check company because you live in Germany. It's like a 23 to 30 day process and we just don't have enough time to process you to get you oh damn over that's crazy so I remember being like because we were we were deep in the pandemic over here like super locked down like no stores were open like we we were like um we had uh 
what is it called? Like a time that we had to be in our house by, um, we could only have one other family over. I mean, it was like really depressing over here. So it was like something to look forward to. So I remember mm. being super sad that I wasn't going to go, but then, um, on my 40th birthday, April fool's day, I got the call about season two. So I was like, oh, that's exciting. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> oh, that's really exciting. Yeah. Were you like immediately really yeah. happy when you got the call initially for the first one? Were you like very excited to get back into it? Or was there a little bit of hesitation? Um, I, what I was really excited. It was more like convincing my family, specifically my husband to be also excited about it. Um, but yeah, no, I was excited, but then I also had this feeling in the back of my head, like, okay, I won the last one I did. I feel pressure to like go back and perform Mm -hmm. and I'm just, you know, kind of that uncertainty. Like, do I want to go back into it or just kind of like leave it where it's at, you know? Right. But yeah, I think there's less pressure. I mean, there's more pressure on yourself. I think when you know who you are, like we were kids when we did like the duel, we were children. Yeah. I mean, 25. I probably cried every other yeah. day. Um, you cried too. We we're big old criers oh back my God. then. But everything. I'm still, I'm still a huge crier, Anissa. I cry in like every single, like every episode. I'm gonna cry. Oh, sure. okay. So we should look forward to Jody's tears. The challenge all stars. Jody's tears. <laughs> I love it. Just a compilation yes. of you crying <laughs> and performing they could, well. They could absolutely, they could do one. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> so coming back, who were you most excited to see? I, unlike in the olden days when like, I feel like we all knew who was going to be there. I had no idea other than Kendall and Derek who was going to be there. Like really? I literally, like I was reading spoiler accounts and I was like, I re- literally had no idea. So yeah. I was one of like the six people that flew from, Atlanta everyone else flew from LA and so the six of us who flew from Atlanta like got onto the challenge bus and that's when I saw everybody and I was like initially I saw Tina she was like the first person I saw and I just kind of froze I put my stuff down and was like like frozen like almost nervous and like not knowing how to feel you know what I mean Mm it's been so long but then I was like I saw Brad I saw MJ I saw Darrell well Darrell flew with me but um, I saw all these people that like Tyler and Nehemiah, like people I hadn't seen in years and even people that I n- had never met, but did the challenge back in the day. And I was like, I'm so excited to meet you. This is great. Yeah. Um, the only people I literally had no idea who they were was Steve and Ayana. I, I didn't know who they were. So, yeah, good. that does happen. You started your reality TV career yeah. with Derek, right? Yes, he was on my original season of Road Rules Extreme back yeah. in the day. What was it like doing this show with him? Did you like have those like nostalgic feelings seeing him? Yeah, it was super fun. Like for the first challenge, they're like, pick your partner. And I just stood there like a log. Like I had no idea what was going on. And he was all the way on the other side and he like ran over like, come on, Joe, let's do this. And I was like, whoa, okay, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I feel like I'm out of practice and he definitely still knows what's going on. So um, it was really fun to compete with him again. Yeah. Derek's a great guy. Yeah. Derek's probably one of my yeah. one of my favorites. Like he's just just a heart of gold, that one. And really will do anything to win. Mm-hmm. You were the pair to beat, I feel like, episode one. It was just I had my money on that. I remember when we came back to the house, they were like, You girl, you've got fifteen minutes to get ready. And then we need you down at the beach to make, to do the deliberation. I'm like, uh, okay. So I took that very literally. I went in and got on a pair of sweatpants and a gray t-shirt and no makeup and like rolled down there. Like, cause I didn't want to be late. <laughs> and he like puts on this like coordinating outfit and like looks all like great. And I looked at him, I go, oh my gosh. Like, I didn't know we were dressing up. He's like, Joe, we're on TV. What are you thinking? I was like, I don't know, but now I'm going to be in like the whole 
this whole entire um, episode is going to be me in this horrible outfit with no makeup on, which is exactly what happened. But, you know, you know we a, didn't do that back okay. in the day. We didn't give a shit because we were like, OK, we're here to compete. Everybody looked crazy. I mean, but we also used to deliberate right after the challenge. So we were still in our challenge uniforms. Yeah. It wasn't like a next day, get dressed, chill out for a minute, let the tension build, make it more awkward. Right. It's definitely changed a lot. Um, This was the slowest moving challenge I've ever been on. I was like, can we just get this going? It was so... Did you feel like eliminations took a long time to happen or there was too much time in between challenges and eliminations? Like it was just too spaced out? Yes. We used to do them in the same day. We'd do a challenge and elimination in the same day. And now it's like, we're doing a challenge. Then we would wait a day. Yeah. Then we would do an elimination like two days later. I'm like, what are we doing? We're like wasting so much time. I'm, I'm away from my family. I just want to get home. You know what I mean? Like, let's mm-hmm. just keep this keep this moving. Yeah, yeah. Tor, could you imagine four challenges and four eliminations a week? Because that's definitely what we no. did. Oh, my God. The game was so intense. And so that's mm-hmm. how you got right. I mean, no. no one had time to like make up or like do it. 22 minute episodes. And yeah. we got everything in there. Jam packed. A challenge and an elimination in a 22 minute episode. Yes, girl. Yeah. What? And drama. Yes. And hookups. It was how? everything. How? Where? Watch the watch the duel on Netflix. And you'll see how yeah. it happens. I just it was, minutes every episode. And I've seen it. I've seen them. I watched all the old seasons when I was in quarantine last uh two years. Yeah, last year. Oh my god, I'm losing track it of was, time. Yeah. But who knows? Whenever, whenever quarantine so much. Yeah, but like I, I couldn't. I can't even fathom that it was only 22 minutes now. Like saying it, it just sounds insane. I guess when I was watching it, I didn't even notice. But yeah, it is crazy. Like, wh- what is it like for you to be back? And like, obviously, you're a mom now. Like, you don't have probably drama in your life like this. Getting back into the game, getting back into the drama, seeing people have these fights. Like, did it bring you back to that time? Or were you like, oh, my God, I'm so happy that like this really isn't my life anymore? I'm definitely more of an observer versus like getting involved in the drama, but I seem to always be like around it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Probably because I'm I like, get that. what is happening right now? I don't even understand what people are fighting about, but I, yeah, I just like, I'm not good at the social game at all. I'm like, I'm going to go to the challenge. I'm going to perform. I'm going to do my best to win, but like getting involved in the political thing, I was not good at that. And it didn't help that like I was upstairs in an all girls room and most everybody else was downstairs. So it was like getting involved in the social game was really hard because I wasn't even around everybody all the time. So I felt like I had to make an effort to like get out of my room, go downstairs, see what other people were doing to like even have a chance of being political. But right. Yeah. Yeah. And in this episode, you see like Ayana and Sophia get in a fight. Yeah. Is do you think it's, you know this whole paradise and fun in the sun is over with and the game's actually begun now. Yeah. I mean, Ayana was the hardest person to live with that I've ever encountered. She's, she's, she's a treat. She's a treat. Um, she, I, I, Jody's yeah. still so fucking nice. <laughs> she's a treat. Yeah. She's something else. I, that- oh my gosh. When they formed the teams for this episode, I realized right away what the hell was I doing when I stood up there? I was standing on the wrong side by the wrong people, but we didn't know it was going to be separated into two teams. But as soon as the teams formed, I was like, I am not stepping up for captain with this group. Like, I know we're not going to win. Like, I don't know. I feel so bad, but I was like, I'm looking around at the group going, nope, <laughs> nope, nope. Right. Um, and then as soon as we're starting to form a plan and she's like, all right, guys, we've got a bond. And at one point 
I finally, like, I realized TJ's going to blow the horn and we're going to have to start this thing soon. And we have literally no idea what mm-hmm. we're doing, what order we're going, nothing, because we're trying to kumbaya. And like, that's not, we don't need that. We need to figure out what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So I spoke up and I'm like, who is going first? Like, we need to know who's going first. And she's like, no. She's like, stop talking right now. We're all going to, she was like, I was like, what is happening? Does anyone else want to know who's going first? Like what we're doing? Like, it was the weirdest. I really think we lost because there was no organization and nobody was allowed to talk. And when we went into the cenote to start our second puzzle, we had to wait two minutes after we finished our first one. So we're already far behind. Mm -hmm. MJ and I should have gone first and pushed all the puzzle pieces so that everyone else didn't have to go in the water. But uh, John A and Tech went first and like, yeah. just, I mean, they, they did fine, but it was like, they right. weren't as fast as swimmers. It was just like, what are we doing? Like, we just had no plan at all. Yeah. And it was because no one else was allowed to talk. So I do have a question that doesn't really have, I mean, it has something to do with it, but it's not as intense. There were life jackets and there weren't life jackets. Were they just like available or they were available if you felt like you wanted to use a life jacket. That's probably good because there were people who were on the very first All Stars were not doing well in that water. Yo, so that was scary yes. shit. Yeah, when they don't, probably when good. you're in that, because I was thinking, I was watching you guys, and I'm like, you know, you're already exhausted from running back and forth and lifting these puzzle pieces, moving them around, the heat, and then you have to jump in the water, though refreshing. Still got to move your body. Yeah. So I, yeah, and I also was so severely dehydrated that mm. I. I had, okay, so it was my fault. The water bottle that they gave us with our names on them didn't keep the water cold and it just like was kind of gross. So I brought my own water bottle, which they didn't bring over to the section where the waters right. were kept. So, oh, like, surprise, surprise. Have, right. I know. And and the water bottles, I didn't know if we were allowed to run down and grab them because Kendall had said, you can have some of mine. Well, none of us went and got water and we're all like, I'm really thirsty. Like my, like I honestly started getting to the point where I was getting, um, I was starting to cry just because I was so dehydrated. Like I was like oh. feeling teary eyed just because I was like, couldn't it's even awful. think anymore. Right. Yeah. Exhausted. Yeah. Well, I th- but we were, but, but like people were leaving attached to IVs. They didn't show that. Like there was like three what? people who were like, yes, there was three people who had to leave in an ambulance with an IV. Whoa. I feel like they put it in the trailer, but they didn't show it on the show. I know. I was confused why they didn't show it because. It's in the trailer. They did show it in the trailer. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So in this episode, which I actually dislike this when this happens but you have to pick your own team kind of on the spot which I think always makes me super nervous I've had to do it on double agents I had to pick a partner right away and I mean I had a great partner but like you just never know who you're going to get or what the mission's going to be or whatever it is do you think that it adds a level of stress or confusion when you have to pick your own team oh absolutely especially when there's 11 of you and you're like this is our second challenge so I did it you don't know everybody in the house really well and know what their strengths are and their weaknesses so Mm -hmm. I did know that I was definitely not with the strongest men in the house, but I didn't know how the women were going to perform. But then there was that extra stress in the fact that like, Ayana didn't let anyone else talk. So we couldn't even formulate a plan before we started. So then I felt really like we don't have a shot in this because we don't even know what we're doing. Do you know what I mean? Like nobody. Yeah. Yeah. Was she like trying? Because like, it seems like she is trying to be the leader of the team. Like what was her, what was her direction? If she wasn't letting you talk, like, what was the clear direction that she was giving you guys? She wanted everybody to have a voice, but then she wouldn't let anyone else talk. So I don't actually know. I think she just wanted it to look like she was like this, like, let's all get along and share each other's opinions. But then it's like, but no one else is able to share their opinions. So what you're saying is actually really hypocritical and not actually 
<laughs> matching with what you're saying. Um, yeah. I don't know what her purpose was, but I think she was wanting to be inclusive, but then didn't realize maybe that she was not allowing people yeah, right. to, to contribute. I don't know. Yeah. And it's but. interesting because I feel like usually when you work with people, you usually want to take strategy from people that you consider really great competitors. And obviously Ayana's a great competitor as well, but you are also known for that. So it's like, do you think that your team would have listened to you had you had the ability to talk? I, I think if I would have said something, people would have definitely been like, oh, what do you have to say? You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think there was a, a bunch of us on the team or all of us would have listened to each other. But unfortunately, we had such limited time that I really wanted to say like, hey, guys, like, let's figure out what order we're going in. Who's going, you know, who's going, who's going to do the puzzle? Like, who's best at puzzles? Like, we got to figure out who's working on that. Like, we didn't do any of that because she just talked the whole time and we didn't figure anything out. Yeah. And then we needed to figure out the second puzzle component, like who's a strong swimmer. Like, and I had the idea of pushing the puzzle pieces, but I'm like, which was so smart, which let, was brilliant. Yeah. Nobody let me talk and like say anything. So then when I got in there, I just started doing it and MJ started doing it too. So we just pushed them all over. But I'm like, I could have said that before we started and saved us like another group going first. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, what yeah, I, but you also, yeah. but you also jumped in and did it. Yeah. So like, for the two minutes that you guys did have to wait or whatever, or like let somebody else go first. I mean, the other team was still trying to swim out and get their pieces. So I feel like it was a, sometimes when you can't say shit, you just got to do it. And that's yeah. where I feel like you're good, where you just like, well, I have a strategy and if no one's going to let me talk, I'm actually just going to do it, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. which is great. I thought it was so smart. I'm like this girl. Man. Thank you. But I know I'm not good at puzzles. So when it got to the puzzle portion, I was just doing my best to try to like hold pieces up here. I'll hand you a puzzle piece. I'll like, was trying to be strong in that way, but we unfortunately didn't figure out who our strong puzzlers were. So mm. it was like, everybody's talking over everybody. It was a mess. It was just like, it was such a mess. Well, I love that you're a two-time champ and not good at puzzles. It gives me hope over here. Cause uh... <laughs> I can't. Well, I, I'm great at puzzles, but in a no time champ, I'm a champion in my heart. Yeah, you are. That matters. Um, do you think, I guess going into this, um, I mean, cause you know that, that you're, you're athletic and you're, you're good at these challenges. Um, did you think if you didn't do well today, like on this challenge that you would be up for elimination? As soon as we lost and I heard word that they weren't voting anyone from their team in. I was like, I'm going in hundred percent. I'm going in. Like, I don't know if I'm actually going in, but I know I'm going to be one of the two that's up on the board. I just, I just had a feeling, especially with Tina being on the other side of it. I was like, I'm going to be up there. I just, I just felt it. Yeah. It was a, it was a big shot. I mean, but people want to take their shot. I mean, you're the person to take out. Yeah. I mean, if I want to run a final, I kind of don't want Jody in there. Now you know, Jody. If you and Anissa are on a season, she's coming for you. No, but we, Jody and I would probably work together. You know, I, I probably wouldn't go. I oh. never gunned for Jody back in the day either. Jody, a hundred percent, I would work no. with you. I would try to work with you if I was on a show with you because I think you're a beast. Yeah. Thanks. Wait, I have a personal question. How tall are you? I'm five foot eight. Okay, so we're like the same size. Yeah. Hey, wait a minute. Hello. I'm still here. (laughs) I'm still right here in front of both of you. Relax. Two of you. I'm 5'7", kind of. 
Listen, Anissa, you're never you're never not gonna be here. I absolutely love you. But I am I'm I watch Jody and I see her and you know, when you see somebody on the show and I get this in my DMs too, people always ask me, Tori, how tall are you? I think when athletic girls are at home they're like oh like maybe i would be the jody on the show like so that's why i'm like i wonder how tall she is like what we I also look like we're 510 and then on, we get TV, yeah. when we get off tv people are like you're so much smaller yeah so much smaller and cuter and <laughs> thinner yeah you know that happens <laughs> yeah 15 pounds about two feet tall. i'm like seven foot six yeah i i actually pounds. From start to finish, lost eight pounds during the time that I was away. Wow. So you just, but I mean, you have no responsibilities. You're just like, someone's cooking for you. You're working out as much as you possibly can. Right. You're doing challenges. So you're like in this totally unrealistic world, right? Where like irresponsibilities of like the real kind don't exist. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Right. So you're able to just focus on, and you're stressed to the max. So you're just like not thinking about eating as much, you know? Right. And I just feel like, yeah, I got home and was like, oh, all my pants are kind of big and don't fit, but I've already gained it all back, so no worries. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we love that. The w- winter's approaching, so yeah, a little winter's... bit of meat will keep you warm. Winter's yeah. approaching. <laughs> You're obviously a great competitor. You're very athletic. And sometimes that can be a harm to your social game. Well, not a harm, but you have to have a really good social game in order not to get targeted. So I'm wondering, like, yeah. how did you feel your social game was – at the, up to this point and then do you feel like you need to make a change going forward so you can avoid elimination my social game was horrible the whole time I was there so. <laughs> <laughs> it just was my only strategy was just win yeah yeah and that's it just win safety so it hasn't oh, changed it's... over the years <laughs> no I haven't gotten any better at it at all at all no really I just I just feel like my goal was like win and then people will want you to be on their team right and they'll right. want you to be with them you know what I mean which is yeah that was just my goal like be a good performer and like whoever's leading this whole thing is gonna want you to be with them right so. Yeah, and then you get into deliberation, and Sophia's like, I want to go against you. I mean, yeah. how did – okay, well, you shaking your head tells me how you felt about that, really. Like, hey, Well, yeah. How did you feel in that moment? I, lo- I love Sophia. We were outside in the balcony upstairs on the house, and she wanted John A. and I to come out there, and she just said, if I'm going to go up against anybody, I want to go against – what I consider to be the strongest girl in the house. And I want to go against you. And I was like, it was a shock to me. Cause I'm like, okay, I can be a little weaker next challenge. If you'd like, uh, <laughs> yeah. you don't have to do it. But I was just like, okay. I mean, I feel like I, I knew going up there that she was going to tell the house what she wanted. And as soon as she did that, every single person was going to vote for me, Yeah, um, which is exactly what happened. But I will say when it goes around the room and 20 something people say your name to go in it like kind of hurts a little bit yeah. you're like wow guys okay that was rough yeah, i'm like you somebody know? could have thrown somebody else's name out there right but if well, you, if you do that yeah then you're well, kind of like, tell them first yeah that's true you could burn yeah. yeah tyler and Derek were the only ones who didn't vote for me yeah. they were the only two and yeah. do you think that's because like you and Derek going into it did you guys have like a an alliance obviously because you know each other from road rules but yeah, we didn't even, honestly, Derek and I like text a couple times before we went on, but we didn't talk at all. Yeah. So I, I felt like I could trust Derek going in there, but like, I haven't seen him physically seen him since the duel. So I didn't know, like, is he working with other people? Derek's, I don't see Derek like throwing me under the bus or not 
including me and whatever he has going on. So I felt like kind of safe going in there, especially when I'm like, okay, I know Darrell, I know MJ, I know Brad, mm-hmm. I know, I feel like I knew all the strong guys in the house. And I'm like, in my mind, I was like, okay, yes, I should try to play a social game. But like, if I know all the strongest guys in the house, the strong guys, if we do partners of any kind, are hopefully going to want me to be here, even if the girls are trying to get rid of me. Mm-hmm. So like, maybe that will help me. I don't know. That was my hope, I guess. I mean, yeah. you and Derek both have like, together, probably terrible social games. <laughs> Just straight Derek. up performers. <laughs> it's so funny because like Derek can't bullshit. Like he's not... That's just not his personality. You know, he's like, you know, yeah. he's so excited to be there and he just wants to compete. So, yeah, 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 I would I would probably bank on the other guys more for like the, you know, the strategical part and the more political yeah. part of it. And then just leave it up to your body to handle the rest, you know? Right. Yeah. See, things that threw me off, though, Anissa, back in the day, we used to just walk out of the house to get on the bus with all of our crap just walk out of the house they do one take like okay guys let's roll yeah now we gotta walk out of the house three times yeah. they gotta film us and they gotta film our feet they gotta yeah. film yeah it was like what is this and like i haven't seen myself walk out of the house one time i'm like i'm not even in any of these shots i was participating in all of them we, we say, say every that, time we, we say literally <laughs> we will leave every we will have done nine you know up to the final challenge yeah. and be like you guys aren't even going to use this by the third time where it's like the drone or it's whatever. We're like, you guys aren't going to use it. They use like three no. cool clips the whole season. You know, what's funny. And it takes so long too. Oh my yeah. gosh. This yep. one time we were filming, um, spies, lies and allies, the season that's airing right now. And literally mm. I messed up the walk. It was like the third time we were doing it. I messed up the walk because like, I stopped too soon or something. Wait, when we were going outside to get on the bus? Yeah, but it was later in the season. And oh. so and so they made us redo it. And I was like, all right, guys, we're going to redo it. But if there's not a 30-second walking scene in this episode, then I'm going to lose my <laughs> shit. Turns out it was like two weeks ago, but there was a really long-ass walking scene. And I was like, all right, you know what they do? They do use them sometimes. So, I, but it's so it's always so annoying. But you just, I mean, you know, it's, it's definitely got it definitely different. Like walk when you were walking into elimination, like how yeah. that clip looked awesome. Like it, yeah. it definitely come a long way with you know production well, production value, but it's also technological resources and whatever. Like they just they make the show bigger and and more mm-hmm. amazing each time, which is kind of annoying because it takes us longer, but it makes for yeah. like visually a good show. Well, and there was, sorry, that's the last thing. There was one time where Derek and I were walking, it was when we won, we were walking out together to go to the bus and he starts this conversation with me like, Hey Jode, and we're talking about winning and stuff. And I was like, cool. Like I was into it. You know, we're talking, we do our second walkout. He starts the same conversation. I'm like, didn't we just talk about this? Like I was so thrown off. He was like redoing our conversation. I'm like, um, we already talked about this. This is weird. Like we're like redoing it again. Okay. Oh my God. That's so funny. I was like, what? I thought, like, did you have a narcoleptic attack while we were talking? Oh, and no. We already discussed this. Like, what? Amnesia. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> they say time waits for no one, and neither should payday. Challengers wait a whole season just to find out if they're going home with the gold and the paycheck. But for everyone else, the money you earn can be in your hands today with Earnin. Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 per day, or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. 
Earnin is designed to support you in the short term and long term. Access your own money on your own schedule and cover what counts. From a special night out with Bay to a last minute gift or an unexpected vet visit for your furry friend. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers. Download Earnin today, spelled E A R N I N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in MTV under podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. That's MTV under podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust Member FDIC. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Let's get into this elimination because it was awesome. Were you excited when you found out what it was? Tic-tac-toe with balls of fire. Not really, because I wouldn't consider myself to be like a tic-tac-toe genius. Who would, unless you like play it a lot as a kid or something. But (laughs) I also had run with Sophia in that challenge uh, the day before and was like, she's fast. So I was honestly a little bit nervous. Like if she knows something about tic-tac-toe that I don't, like she could totally beat me in this. Right. Mm. So I was a little nervous. Earlier, before we even got onto the episode and started um, recording this podcast, you mentioned that there was a switch up from what actually happened in the elimination to what you saw. Would you mind just telling that to the listeners? Yeah, so I was surprised uh, watching the episode that the girls actually went first and the guys went second. Right. So yeah. if, if I look really sweaty while I'm watching the guys go, it's because I'd already gone. Yeah, so right, right, fire. right, right. I'm going <laughs> to have to watch this back now to see you sweating. <laughs> Watch like, God, this is so intense with the guys going, I'm sweating. (laughs) How was was holding the fire? Was it scary? Um, Not really, because they had us put like all this gross gel all over our hands and face and like neck and stuff. And then we wore these gloves over it. So they kept telling us, don't grab the ball on the top where it's on fire, grab it below. Well, you couldn't pick up the ball as fast as you're trying to like scoop it up underneath. So I would just grab the ball from the top which meant that there was a couple of times where my ball actually went out, like the oh. light went out. So we did it. So that first time I got them on in a row on the bottom, I didn't actually know I won until they relit the ball. We didn't know what color it was. 
So there was a, there was like the two green balls on the outside and the center ball, the light was out. So then they relit it and it was green. And so then that's when we knew that I had won the first one, but I, we didn't know. Oh my God. That's so interesting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. See the shit you don't know until, unless you were there. So you see, you see me put a ball like above. Well, I didn't know that the center ball on the bottom was mine. So I, I don't know what I was doing, but. Yeah. yeah, There were definitely some slip ups in there. Like where people were just putting them. I feel like you just go into like survival, but then like panic mode at the same time. Well, and you know, your brain kind of stops working when like all the adrenaline's going, like you literally can't make coherent thoughts. Like there's, there's a couple other times where I look back and go, what was I doing? Like, what was I doing? But you just, yeah. Were you ever thinking like, I'm just going to take this ball and throw it at Tina? <laughs> no. Oh no. <laughs> well, now that you've won and congratulations, are you going to go Thank back you. and seek revenge? Ooh. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Love a good I love a good definitive yeah. hell yeah. Yeah. I love that. I cool. cannot wait for the next episode. Going going back in the house, that was my goal. Like and it wasn't even that I have like some like thing against Tina. It was that I don't trust Tina. Like, and I didn't know who she was working with in the house. So I'm like, I mean, I wasn't working with anybody, but I was like, I feel like she could be working with other people. And if she got, mm-hmm. if she won again, which she came in second for the first challenge. So I was like, she could win again. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past her to throw me in there again. So mm-hmm. I was like, I got to get her out of here. Cause I don't know what her game plan is. I don't know who she's working with. But you also have the life shield though. Yeah. So she can't throw you in the next one. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And I was really excited about that. But if I won with the life shield, then I would have power to save somebody mm-hmm. as well as save myself. Right. Ah, Megusta. I like oh my that. God. Well, I can't wait. This is this season's getting it's getting really good. I'm happy that I'm sorry you had to go into elimination early, but I, I'm happy I got to see you compete. That was really cool. Can't wait to see you compete more. Okay. Yeah, yeah, my first yeah. elimination win. It was exciting. Which is crazy. Yeah, that's awesome. Like, <laughs> you're a two time champ. And this is your first elimination. Would way rather have the title and the check from the champ than elimination wins. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, well, who wants to go to an elimination? Like, you never know what you're going to do. And it can be something no. stupid when yeah. you go home for, like, no reason. Right. Yeah, for right. accounting one. Who can right. pick up what? Yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> well, Jody, we have one final question for you. And Anissa, why don't you take this one away? Because I do it on the other one. Fine. Okay. I guess I will. So you're competing on All Stars, which is about the greatest of all time, like the greatest challengers. So I'd like to hear your greatest competitor season of the challenge and like daily challenge. Mm-hmm. Like who I think is the greatest? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So to be fair to everybody who's done the challenge past the duel, I haven't watched a single season. <laughs> the duel. Okay. So, so we'll start before then, before 2006. Yeah. So it's going to be like really old school. Um, I'm going to have to go with Landon. He's just one of my faves. I mean, how can you not love Landon? He you was know so I mean? funny and really, really good. And yeah. really good. Like, if I had to pick a partner and he was there, I'd be like, Landon, let's go. Yeah. yeah. Let's go. I'm waiting for him um, to get the call and go. But I think one of the best eliminations I ever watched was Big Psy versus Derek when they uh, did that um, slippery coconut thing where Derek yeah. basically picked Cyrus up and threw him over his back. And I was like, what? Like, yeah. Derek's like half the size. Mm-hmm. And he, he just had like 80 pounds up. on him. Yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. That was pretty impressive. I, I don't know if I fully one. answered the question, but those are my challenger and best elimination. And then, and then what season? season? Oh, 
sorry, favorite season. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I mean, it would have to be the duel that I won, but right. <laughs> but I did also have a great time on the gauntlet too. Which you were on the were you on the gauntlet too or no? Yes. Okay. You were on the other team though. You yes, were on my team. But I why well, yeah. I saw some things on there. Ooh. Oh, I know. We all saw some things on there. We all saw some mm-hmm. things, girl. Yeah. That was a good time. It was a good time. That but, was like oh, one I, of my favorites. You know what? I did watch some of the Champs versus Stars. Mm. And those are pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am shocked, shocked, shocked that like Johnny Bananas went on to be like Johnny Bananas because I was on his very first season ever. And that's the, the jewel. And he went home first. Girl. And I was like, right um and then he went on to like be like a seven-time winner and like he's got all these like things going on and he like he's got a show and I'm like what what yeah um like I knew he was like a funny a funny dude but I just didn't I didn't see that happening like that was kind of a out of the out of the middle of nowhere for me but yeah it took some time to develop but you know he put a lot of work in a lot 20 seasons of the show built a whole career off of it and look at you, Anissa, still doing it. Yeah. 20, still 20, crushing it out 20 there. shows, I think, at this point. Insane. And then CT's crushing it, too. I will yeah. say he's one to have on your have on your team, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, his brain he, is insane. And his yeah. body. I don't know. The man can do everything. I think he might be the greatest of all time, honestly. After, like, competing with him and just seeing how he can, like... I would like I'm, to put Landon and CT and a couple ooh. of other guys in there too to just oh. see. I want to put them against each other. Imagine them running a final against each other. It'd be crazy. No, you got, then you got to throw Johnny in there. I mean, there are a bunch of people that yeah. are. They should Landon, have one where they get all the CT. winners and they put him in a final. Yeah. yeah. And then we sit on the sidelines and have wine. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> Red wine. Let's I go. hope you guys are listening out there. Push for it. Ladies do nothing challenge. <laughs> Ladies do nothing. Men struggle. We already have to deal with enough shit. We stay the whole time and we drink red wine and we cheers the whole Girl, time. Girl, that's yeah. all I want. Literally, yeah. that is my challenge. That's my greatest challenge oh, of all time. Oh, we place bets. We place bets. We yeah. could. It's yeah. called and we can, bets. And we can get a tan and lay in our bathing suits and they can film us in our bathing suits while we're tanning and drinking wine and placing bets. Listen, <laughs> this is a new idea and I'm really excited about it. I wonder if like Let's viewers at home do that there's probably people out there who watch a show who are placing bets on us watching us while we're oh my god Uh, production is too yeah production is (laughs) but it would it would it would literally have to be like a like a one or two weeker because that's probably all i could convince the family to allow me to do again so if it's like a quick like let's go see these guys compete against each other and the girls cheer them on yeah Yeah, like an adventure race like one of those extreme races where it takes forever and shit yeah that'll be great i love it well it's CT's in a movie like that now, right? The most dangerous game. What's that movie called? Yes. The remake. Yeah. He's killing yeah. it. Yeah. It's crazy yeah. how many like things people have. Like the Miz who like blew up and is what he is now. Devin Simone. Jamie Chung. Like, yeah. yeah. Like mm-hmm. there's so many people who have done some really cool things after being on the challenge. It's, it's, it's such a cool family to be a part of. Yeah. Yeah. It is really cool. Well, Jody, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure to talk to you. I can't wait to watch the rest of the season. Can't wait to watch you walk into that house with a revenge on your mind. And I can't wait to see you compete more. And so- a life shield in your hands. Yeah, and a life shield yeah. in your hands. Well, thank you so I'm much for coming for on the that. show. How can we follow you or where can we follow you and how can we support you? So uh, the only way to follow me is I have an Instagram. It's Jody underscore MTV. Well, thank you again, Jody. It's been a pleasure. And yeah, we're looking forward to the rest of the season. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Tori. Bye, Anissa. Bye, love. Bye.
Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. If you struggle to get in shape and lose weight, I'm about to change your life. I'm Carl, the CEO of Body, and I don't like working out and eating healthy either. So here's how I get myself to do it. I make myself own the morning. And by the morning, I mean the first hour or so every day. It's not family time. It's not for scrolling social media. It's for my results and my health. And man, does it work. Every day, I get out of bed, drink a health shake I made the night before, and then I go crush a workout in the body app and just follow along day by day. Before most people are even out of bed, I'm done for the day. So here's my offer to you. The next 500 people who go to body.com will get 65% off a full year of access to over 120 programs. 65% because I want you to start now and see how fast the pounds come off and the muscles start popping. And if they don't, Hey, you get your money back. Just go to body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com. And let's own the morning together and get healthy and fit. It's a pleasure talking to somebody who I consider to be definitely one of the best girls to ever do the game. She's a two-time champ. We got mm-hmm. to see her first elimination win. I still can't believe that was her first win. She's she No, but she was that good, Tori, that she just didn't go into elimination. One, people were scared of her, but two, she also won a lot of dailies. So if you won dailies, you were safe. Right. Kind of was the name of the game back then. At least you got to experience it, but she was awesome. Incredible so to talk to her. So proud of her. Yeah, really, really cool. Anissa, where can we follow you and how can we support you and send you listener questions? Yeah, send me listener questions. Find me on Instagram, Anissa MTV. That's A N E E S A M T V. Tori, where can we find you? You guys can find me at Tori underscore deal. And make sure you guys listen every Thursday because we go behind the scenes of the challenge Spies, Lies, and Allies as well. So listen to that podcast too. And then join us Fridays as we pull back the curtain on season two of the Challenge All-Stars. Yes, only on MTV's official challenge podcast. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now.